Peace be upon you. So in this world, there are two kinds of masjids. There are the masjids that are dedicated absolutely to God alone, and then every other masjid is a masjid of Satan. Because at the end of the day, it's Satan's objective to have the human being disbelieve and set up partners next to God. So a masjid that is not dedicated to God alone, ultimately is a masjid of Satan. In Surah 9, verse 107 and 108, it reads, There are those who abuse the masjid by practicing idol worship. And the literal Arabic says, To take the masjid as a place of harm and disbelief. Dividing the believers and providing comfort to those who oppose God and His Messenger. They solemnly swear our intentions are honorable. God bears witness that they are liars. And then it gives us this dire warning in Surah 9 verse 108. It says, you shall never pray in such a masjid. A masjid that is established on the basis of righteousness from the first day is more worthy of your praying therein. In it, there are people who love to be purified. God loves those who purify themselves. So since it's a commandment that there are certain masjids that we are not allowed to stand in, that we're not allowed to pray in, it's worth noting, how do we identify these two kinds of masjids? How do we identify a masjid that's dedicated to God alone versus one that's riddled with idol worship? Because these masjids, the ones that are riddled with idol worship, are the masjids of Satan. Now, some people, they don't realize this. They, they say, how can you say that? But it te God tells us in the Quran that there's really two paths. We either follow the path of God or any other path we're following that of Satan. In Surah 36, verse 60 through 62, it reads, Did I not covenant with you, O children of Adam, that you shall not worship the devil, that he is your most ardent enemy, and that you shall worship me alone? This is the right path. He has misled multitudes of you. Did you not possess any understanding? And we see from these verses that the people, the vast majority of people, they're worshiping the devil. Now, you, you might think, hey, most people are not bowing and prostrating to the devil. But as we saw in a previous episode, what constitutes worship is when you take someone else's word over what the statements that God has given us. Meaning that if God gives us a clear commandment and we go and choose to uphold some other source other than God and his revelations, then we're setting up that other entity as an entity beside God. So God willing, in this episode, we're going to look at some hallmark signs to be able to distinguish if we're in God's masjid or Satan's masjid. The first sign is we have to ask, is this masjid dedicated to God alone? The Quran tells us that the true worshipers of God alone not only love God the most, but they do not associate anything with him. In Surah 2 verse 165, it reads, Yet some people set up idols to rival God and love them as if they are God. Those who believe love God the most, if only the transgressors could see themselves when they see the retribution. They will realize then that all power belongs to God alone, and that God's retribution is awesome. In Surah 4 verse 36 it reads, You shall worship God alone. Do not associate anything with Him. The Arabic word, Shirk, which is typically translated as uh, idol worship, uh, literally means association. And it's not limited to thinking that the other entity has powers independent of God, or that they are part of God, or hold any other of God's attributes. 
but merely frequently associating with God, some other entity, even if we call that other entity God's slave, constitutes association, shirk. Therefore, a true masjid of God should be exclusively devoted to God alone. Most masjids will profess that their masjid is devoted to God alone. Still, just as we saw in Surah 9 verse 107, their claim is that our intentions are honorable. We cannot always go by what just people claim. We have to investigate. So for example, if the masjid is named after some other entity other than God or his worship, then it's a good chance that that masjid is a masjid of Satan. So for instance, if the masjid is named after Rasulullah or any of these other entities, then you can say that that masjid is not dedicated to God alone. If the walls of that masjid mention other than God, then it's a sign that it's not dedicated to God alone. If up on the wall, in the direction of Salat, there is the name of any other entity other than God, then that masjid is not devoted to God alone. For instance, if you walk into the mosque and you're getting ready to do your Salat and you're facing the Qibla and you look up at the wall and you see that there's more than one name, that perhaps there's two names, same size, same shape, same distance from the ground. And if you didn't uh, read Arabic, you wouldn't know which one is God and which one is his servant. Those masjids are not dedicated to God alone. Now, sadly, today, most masjids in the world, when you go in to pray, what you notice is up on their wall, they have the names of God and Muhammad. And again, if you didn't know Arabic, you wouldn't know which one is God, which one is his slave. And they're treating these two entities as if they're equal. Now, they might adamantly profess that they're not. But from an outside perspective, anyone who peers in, again, if they stared at the wall, they wouldn't know which one is God, which one is his messenger. Now, can you imagine that the prophet came? His mission in life was to destroy the pagan idols. And he tells the Quraysh, he says, you need to get rid of Allah. Minat al-Uza. And you know what? While you're at it, why don't you put my name up there instead? This is absolutely absurd to think that he would ever profess such a thing. In Surah 3, verse 79, it reads, Never would a human being whom God blessed with scripture and prophethood say to the people, Idolize me beside God. Instead, he would say, Devote yourselves absolutely to your Lord alone according to the scripture you preach and the teachings you learn. I have no doubt that if the prophet was alive today, he would be ripping down his name from the masjid walls. He would be taking out the plaque inside the Kaaba, glorifying him. He would be returning the religion dedicated to God alone. So if your masjid is not dedicated to God alone, then it's a sign that it's a masjid of Satan. The second sign you should look for, are the people inside that masjid satisfied with the mention of God alone? A true masjid of God is satisfied with the mention of God alone and not only satisfied when other entities are mentioned beside God. In Surah 39 verse 45 it says, When God alone is mentioned, the hearts of those who do not believe in the hereafter shrink with aversion. But when others are mentioned beside him, they become satisfied. If the masjid has issues with devoting their masjid to God alone and is only happy when others are mentioned beside God, then that is a masjid of Satan. For example, most masjids, right, Sunni ones, 
will mention the Prophet's name in their call to prayer, their Adan. So I want you to try this experiment. Go to your masjid and say, look, let's do an Adan where we only mention God. And look at the, 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 the anger on the people's faces. They will curse you. They will throw you out of there in a second. Let's take it one step further. Let's say in our Salat, let's only mention God's name. Let's not mention the name of anyone else during our Salat. Let's only remember God during our Salat. Let's see what the response is, right? About 50 times in the Quran, the Shahada is mentioned that there is no other God beside God in various forms. The Shahada of God, the angels, the knowledgeable, according to Surah 3 verse 18, is that there is no other God except He. Now, if people are not content with the mention of God alone in their Adhan, in their uh, Salat, then it's a sign that that masjid is not dedicated to God alone, and therefore that masjid is a masjid of Satan. So now let's go to the third point. Does the masjid call upon God alone? In Surah 72 verse 18, we are given the following commandment. It says, the places of worship belong to God. Do not call upon anyone else beside God. So now let's test this to any masjid. Do the people inside that masjid, the imam who's leading the salat, the individual who's calling the adhan, are they calling upon God alone? We already saw that in the context of the adhan, they do not. When it comes to the salat, again, they do not. In Surah 6 verse 162, it says, Say, my contact per salat, my worship practices, my life, my death are all devoted absolutely to God alone, Lord of the universe. So not only do they include the name of God's slave inside their salat, in their tashahud, they call directly upon the prophet as if he's in the room listening to their prayers. This is when they say, As-salamu alayka ayyuhan an-nabi. Peace be upon you, O messenger. They use the singular form, O messenger, as if the messenger is able to hear their prayers. They are not calling upon God alone. Again, in Surah 72, verse 18, it says, The places of worship belong to God. Do not call on anyone else beside God. Yet in this one ritual practice, our Salat, they are not calling upon God alone. They're calling upon God's slave. And by doing this, they're setting up an associate with God and committing shirk. Now, these are three simple things anyone can do to check if their masjid is dedicated to God alone. Does the masjid have the names of any other entities other than God? That might be the name of the masjid. It might be uh, the uh, names up on the wall when you're doing your salat. If the answer is yes, then it's a masjid of Satan. Are the people in the masjid absolutely content with the mention of God alone? If they object and want to mention some other entities beside God in their ritualistic pr uh, practices, then that masjid is not dedicated to God alone. It's a masjid of Satan. And thirdly, if they call upon other than God, then that masjid is not a masjid of God. It's a masjid of Satan. Because God tells us that the places of worship belong to God alone. Now, if they object to these three, it actually tells us what their response is. If you bring these details up to your masjid and they ban against you, it's actually prophesized in the Quran. So in 72.18, it says, The place of worship belonged to God alone. Do not call on anyone else beside God. Then 72.19 reads, When God's servant advocated him alone, almost all of them banded together to oppose him. If the response of the masjid 
his anger and rage when pointing out their hypocrisy, then it is a sign that is not a masjid devoted to God alone, and instead it is a masjid of Satan. This is because true believers love to have their religion purified and will actively avoid all forms of idol worship when it's pointed out to them. In Surah 22 verse 72 it says, When our revelations are recited to them clearly, you recognize the wickedness on the faces of those who disbelieve. They almost attack those who recite our revelations to them. Say, shall I inform you of something much worse? Hell is promised by God for those who disbelieve. What a miserable destiny. The Quran informs us that the only unforgivable sin is that of committing idol worship. That if we die as an idol worshiper, all our good deeds will be nullified. So it's absolutely critical that our places of worship are dedicated to God alone. Because if they're not, then we might be in for the worst awakening on the day of resurrection. And the Quran forewarns us of this. It says, on the day when we summon them all, we will ask the idol worshippers, where are the idols you set up? Their disastrous response will be, by God, our Lord, we never were idol worshippers. Note how they lie to themselves and how the idols they had invented have abandoned them. Some of them listen to you, but we place veils on their hearts to prevent them from understanding, and deafness in their ears. Thus, no matter what kind of proof they see, they cannot believe. Thus, when they come to argue with you, the disbelievers say tales from the past. They repel others from this Quran as they themselves stay away from it, and thus they only destroy themselves without perceiving. So God willing, let's make sure our worship practices, our masjids, our salat, our adhan are all dedicated 100% to God alone. That we don't mention any other entities in these sacred practices. Because if we do, again, we might be nullifying all our good deeds. God willing, we're going to end there. If you guys want to get in contact, you can join our Discord server. The invite link is below. If you want to follow along the verses of the Quran, please download the Quran Study app on the iOS App Store. And if you don't have an iOS device, you can go to QuranStudyApp.com website. And if you want notes from today's discussion, you can go to Talk blog. And if you want more updated information, please follow me on Twitter at TalkQuran. And until next time, peace and God bless.